Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Uh, today I want to talk about some comments that I received recently from different people. And uh, one of the comments I received was on my Spotify account. Somebody asked uh, the question, N. Miller 88 asked, Do you think any government agency keeps tabs on you because of how involved you are on this subject? Uh, I don't know. Probably. I don't really care, though. I mean, so what? I mean, there's so many people out there who are talking about this now. I mean, why would they? I mean, they probably, I, I wouldn't doubt that they are. I mean, I, I think it's possible. I think that there are some people that they probably keep tabs on. But I would probably think I'm probably small potatoes when it comes to that. Probably the pe people they probably keep tabs on are people like Lou Elizondo or, you know, guys like that. People that are connected with the government somehow that are talking about this uh, publicly. I think they probably keep tabs on those kind of people. But hey, you know what? They could be keeping tabs on regular commenters on the UFO topic, re regular research. I'm just basically a commenter. Um, you know, somebody who, who looks at all the research basically done by other people and then comments about it and provides my own ideas about it. And I talk about things that happen in the news. Uh, I mean, I don't see... Actually, in a way, I believe that I'm actually helping them in a way because I, my opinion is, is that if this ever... If they finally do come out of the woodwork here and tell the truth about what they finally know, what they really know after all this time, I would be, hey, I don't care about the past anymore. Let's move on with the future. Just give us everything that you have, right? Everything that you've been lying about for all these years and let's move on. Now, I believe that there's going to be a lot of other people, maybe uh, media or organizations, uh, probably scientific organizations that are going to be filing lawsuits for keeping this for keeping this a secret there most certainly has to be a control group that was established at some point in the past whether it's called majestic 12 or whatever we don't know uh <clears throat> but i'm of the opinion hey i understand why the cover-up uh, started in the first place i could understand back in 1947 why it would do something like that but after over 75 years now i think it's 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 ridiculous but at the same time i, I would like to see them just end this nonsense and and come forward with the truth so uh, in a way i'm uh, i'm a cheerleader for them to just finally come clean on this and let's just move on uh, i won't be a proponent of filing lawsuits left and right which might possibly happen but i actually think that they would have a they could use the excuse of hey we we weren't sure what this was we didn't know if it was a good idea to go public with this we didn't know what the aliens would do if we did things like that they could always say things like that so i think that they would be they would get off the hook that way, or they could get off the hook, or they could at least make that argument. And I would stand behind that argument. I would be, be I am for, once disclosure happens, I don't care about who's been covering this up or who is responsible. I just want to know what they have and let's move forward. You know, if let's forget, I mean, this is the way human beings are. We're all a bunch of jerks, really, when it comes down to it, right? Uh, the human race is greedy. It's, it's, it's power hungry. It's, it's a whole bunch of bad things, uh, there's some good aspects to it, but there are some bad aspects to it, too. And I think to keep this reality, the reality that there's an extraterrestrial presence here on this planet covered up for over 75 years, it's terrible. It's terrible. But at the same time, I... I would be forgiving. I would I would just want to see the information. Now, if they come out and they say, oh, we just discovered this, I'm, I'm not going to believe that. There's just too much information, too much data uh, that's been accumulated uh, for over the past 75 years that basically shows that there is has been a cover-up ongoing for a long time. So like say, like the way these... 
the uh, you know in 2017 when they came out with these videos of UAP and uh, were leaked by somebody in the Pentagon, and then the, and the Pentagon later came out and said, "Yeah, that's true. We don't know what these objects are." And then if somehow they, when when disclosure does happen, though, if they came out and said something like, "Yeah, we started noticing these things in 2002 with or the 2004 with that Nimitz incident," we didn't know anything before that. Everything before that that happened was all totally nonsense. We had no idea. Like if they were to come out and say something like that, I would be very upset. That would be an insult to intelligence because. I know that there's been things going on since before the Nimitz incident in the early 2000s. I know that. I mean, I saw something in 1994, in August 1994, up close and personal, that was definitely not something that was made by mankind, right? And plus, I saw one of the beings back in the 70s. And plus, there's been so much other research and so many different people who have encountered things and, and went on the record about their encounters over the decades. I mean, the, the, the preponderance of evidence points to the reality that there's extraterrestrial presence here. So if the government was to come out with some kind of half-assed disclosure that basically states, oh, yeah, we just discovered it or we just started noticing this in 2004 or something to that effect, then I'm going to be upset. That would be an insult to intelligence. However, if they came out with the full truth and said, yeah, here's the stuff we found at Roswell. Here's, here's the stuff from these other crashes that we have. Uh, this is what we learned about the aliens, what the, what, what, what the, these different kind of aliens that we found, the bodies. This is what we know about them. If they start coming out with that kind of stuff and, they, and it goes all the way back to the 40s, I'll be happy. Then I'll be, I'll be prepared to move on. So if they're listening to me, I don't know what, I mean, they're the ones holding all the cards. What does it matter? What, what, who am I? I'm just some voice in the wind out there. And just like a lot of researchers out there, people who do serious, like who have been studying this for for decades, doing intensely serious research, people like Richard Dolan, Preston Dennett, people who have been interviewing, you know, thousands of people over the decades, people like David Jacobs, you would think that they would be looking more close. If they're looking at anybody, they would be looking more closely at those people. But then again, why? We need we need historical records of this. It's, it's important. Right to keep a historical record of this thing, so I don't see why why anybody in the government would be concerned with what anybody out there is saying. They should be actually happy that somebody's out. I mean, because at some point, you know, you have to even if you're a, a, a greedy weapons manufacturer, right? Part of your body, part of your your mind has to tell you that wow, what, what we're you know we're, what we're doing is wrong. Keeping this reality from the public is wrong. It's definitely wrong. Part of your mind has to be saying that to you. So in a way, when they hear people like. Like Mesa talking like this, it's like, you know, may, maybe I'm getting to them. I hope that some of them are listening. I hope they are listening to me, in fact. I hope that they li they are, are keeping tabs on me and listening to me. L listen to the, the sense I'm trying to make out of this. You know, listen to the, to, to the reasoning for making this public because it needs to be made public because it's the biggest story of all time, the fact that there's an extraterrestrial presence here. It's the biggest story of all time. So if you're keeping tabs, if they're keeping tabs on, on me or people like me, well, what are they going to learn from me? Nothing. So I, I in a way, I, I don't know and I don't care really. Uh, there's really, I have nothing to hide, so I don't really care. I'm, I, I talk about what I believe and if if they're keeping tabs on me and they think I'm sort of a concern for some reason because I'm expressing my opinion on something that I know is true because I've experienced these things and I know these, you know, I've done enough research to know that a lot of other people experience these things and a lot of things have been covered up throughout the decades. I know that the, there's a portion of the government, a, a, a faction that is lying. So of course, uh, I, I don't care. I, of course, I, 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 I don't care if they listen. I don't care what they think of me. I don't care if they're watching me. I don't care what, if they're keeping tabs on me. I don't think they are, but hey, maybe they are. I don't know, but I don't care. 
And, and you know, in a way, I would hope that they are. I hope that they are, actually. I hope that somebody in that secret control group is actually listening to people like me and thinking to themselves, you know what, maybe we we need to come out with the truth already. I'm sick of this nonsense. Now, next week, there's this uh, another hearing, a Senate committee hearing on UFOs. Now, a lot of people are all excited about it. I'm really looking forward to it, too. But I, at, in the end, at the end of the day, I'm gonna, and I will do a podcast about that in a... In a not today, but I will talk about it more in depth later. Uh, there's going to be another meeting, another hearing next week uh, on the 19th of April. Uh, is there a, a lot of people are excited about it in the UFO community? Okay, yay, yay, hip, hip, hooray. But is anything going to come out of this? Does anybody really believe that there's anything going to come out of this? I don't know. I don't think so. I think we're going to get a lot of lip service again. I hope I'm wrong. There are some people saying right now, people like Jeremy Corbell, who has a lot more contacts than I do, who are talking about different whistleblowers uh, in the in the in the, in the background that are ready to uh, that that have been meeting with con- uh, people in Congress, talking about this. Well, okay, that's great, but I it's still we're still not there yet. I still don't see any sort of disclosure. People are saying 2023. A lot of people I know personally. People like Shannon Scott of Military Witnesses to UAP. He thinks that 2023 is going to be a big year and that that we're, we're going to get disclosure. He's been hearing that from his sources. And I hope he's right. But I I, I just, I, you know, until I see it, until it happens, I, I, I'm i very pessimistic. Because, I mean, again, this we're, we're in year 76 now of the cover-up. 76, okay? Uh, I, I want to see this come to an end. But at the same time, a lot of people, and there's other people I know who don't think it's going to happen in 2023 i'm I'm pessimistic right now but hey i'll I'll, we'll see what happens next week at this at this hearing at this senate committee hearing uh it should be interesting it's supposed to be a public hearing so we'll be able to see it uh and it will be interesting i'm sure uh but are we gonna is that gonna be the end of the game next week i don't think so uh i'm just i'm I'm concerned we're gonna get a lot of lip service and nonsense well i i think the questions that people in these committees like in the senate and the house committees that that when they question these people i mean they need to be more uh, out outright forthright with their questions here i mean more direct like okay i here's if i was on one of these committees what i would be saying is hey i think that there's an extra i think there are extraterrestrials here i think that we have recovered craft and i think you're lying I would be saying that to these Pentagon people. And if you're not lying, and if you're not lying, then that means somebody who's above you is lying to you. That, that's the kind of stuff I would be saying. That's, that's the difference. I mean, we, instead we get all this niceties all the time. There's all these niceties that need to be... I, I, don't think, I think we're beyond the, the, the being nice here as far as I'm concerned. It's time to stop being nice about this and start calling them out as for the liars that they are. Just come clean already and let's move on. That's where I'm at. But, you know, again, I don't care if they're listening to me. I don't care if they're keeping tabs on me. And so what? Now, there's some people in the past that, that have, have died under mysterious circumstances that people say, well, they knew too much and, or, or something to the effect. Like, for instance, there was the, uh, the one sci- UFO uh, sci- physicist, scientist who was interested in UFOs, James D. McDonald, who ended up committing suicide in the early 70s. And some people say, well, uh, yeah that he might have been controlled by the government into doing something like that. I, I, I'm not sure. I don't know if I believe that. I don't, I don't, in fact, I don't think I believe that. In fact, I, mental illness is a thing that could happen to anybody. Do I think that maybe his, uh, because back in the 60s, UFOs was more of a taboo thing back then than it is now. So you have a scientist who thinks that it needs to be researched coming out and publicly talking about this. It, you know, it had an effect on his, on his life, apparently. His, 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 he ended up, you know, his wife was leaving him. I mean, he had a whole bunch of... Uh, 
uh, family problems then because of this apparently. And so it ended up with him. He actually two suicide attempts. The first one failed, and the next time he, he succeeded. And then there's other people uh, you hear like this over the years that, that may have been government officials been watching them, and then maybe it was the government that did something. I I, I don't know. Like Again, in the case of James McDonald, I, I, I read about it, the stuff that happened to him. I, I don't think he. I don't think the government had any, anything to do with that. But I do think him talking about the subject publicly, you know, led to a lot of problems in his personal life, which eventually led him to depression and suicide. That's what I think. But as far as uh, government agency keeping tabs on people, I, I mean, I don't know what they're going to learn from me. You know, they're going to just learn. They're, they're going to learn any, everything that you're hearing right now. That's about it, right? Uh, so I and again I don't really care and I don't think anybody I don't think anybody in the UFO UFO field really really is concerned with that, especially nowadays. I mean a lot of people are talking about this. So again, I don't think it's a it's a it's a major concern. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back to talk about more. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, we're back. Uh, I just want to uh, talk about something that I talked about during my last last podcast about this these Oregon hunters under alien control. Uh, I recently on on Twitter somebody posted something about this incident, saying that this person believes uh, that it's actually just what the object in, that we see in the background when these with these hunters in that video is actually just a dew drop on a spider web. Now I I don't see that. I don't think that's the case, right? But that's not to say that that this is that it's not a hoax of some sort or, or a trick or a misidentification like I, that's why i was saying in that last podcast that this needs to be researched more hopefully mufon will come back with something more i think these hunters all three of them you know need to be talked to and, and interviewed and we need to find out if this is true or false i mean when you see the video and and the video coupled with re, with the report that was filed to mufon the report that was filed to mufon basically indicated that well, what this this hunter stated was that they, they saw this object, they thought it was really weird, and then they just walked away like it was nothing, and they for, totally forgot about it until later on, until one of the hunters was going through the to, to the through the videos. So when you when you take the video coupled with the report filed to move on, you say you say to yourself, okay, I guess these these hunters were under alien control. I did make it clear though that it could be a hoax or a trick of some sort, and somebody's not telling the truth or whatever, or maybe it's a misidentification. That's why I think there needs to be more uh, investigation on this. Now, that, I don't think that this guy on 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 Twitter who's saying it's a, a dew drop in a the object that we see in this video, which looks like a blue cube, he, he like he he's trying to say that it was just a, it's clearly a dew drop on a spider web. Now I I don't see how clearly it's any I, I don't see how you can make that statement that it's clearly this, right? You you just don't do that. That's that's you, until you have the absolute proof to show this, then you, you don't make statements like that. That's why you always have to say it needs more investigation. I don't know, 
To me, well, I'm going by the video and the report that was filed to MUFON. It needs more investigation. We need to, you know, I like to get to the bottom of this. Hopefully somebody does with MUFON. Uh, I mean, it's not, I mean, because there are people that do see these things sometimes, see cubes and, and, you know, with their own eyeballs sometimes. There are just, so just in, in the event that this turns out to be a trick or a hoax, doesn't mean that everything that's out there with related to UFOs or tricks or hoax, tricks or, tricks or hoaxes. I mean, for instance, like uh, just recently on uh, Chris Leto, who's another UFO investigator who has a really good YouTube channel. He has a lot of good guests on there all the time talking about UFOs. And plus, he, he, you know, he brings on different videos of and images of UFOs captured by people from all over the world and talks about them all the time. Now, recently he had a very intriguing uh, short video. Oh, I think it was less than a minute long. I'll leave a link to his channel so you could check it out i'm not going to put it on here because i don't want to get a copyright uh, infringement or anything like that but uh it it looks like you know to me when i first saw it he presented this this was this was taken by somebody who was in the middle of nowhere an anonymous person a person who wants to remain anonymous in the australian outback and it looks you know like this strange light changing all different colors and everything but to me it looked like it was something that could have been uh made by man i i just i i just i need i need more i that's that's not enough for me it looks like somebody could have been holding some sort of a led light that was changing colors or something and just moving it around like this with his you know hodgepodge fashion with his with with his hand so i again i don't know needs more uh investigation uh, unfortunately this person wants to remain anonymous and uh, but the thing is, is he this person states that, that he was pointing his camera at the sky in the middle of nowhere, and, and you can't even tell where he's pointing the camera because everything around this light is completely black. Um, I, I just don't know. I, I to me it looked right. My first impression was that this is just somebody moving her hand around with some sort of light in their hand, and somebody's filming it. That's what it looked like to me. Again, it needs more investigation. I'm not saying I don't know what it is. Again, could be a trick. Could be could be real. I don't know. Uh, and that, and that's a lot of cases are like this. There's a, there are a lot of cases like this where things, you know, sometimes they come out. You, you think at first, wow, this is something else, but then it turns out, oh, it's, it was fake. But there, there's a lot of other cases where it's not. I mean, for instance, I think one of the, the strongest cases of all time is the Ariel School incident. You still have you don't have any video witness uh, video evidence really, but you do have the, the evidence after the fact of all these interviews with all these children, over sixty kids that saw this flying saucer and alien beings, and and some of the kids said a handful of them uh, indicated that the alien being was communicating with them telepathically to me that that's real that really happened there's no denying that that that's abs as far as i'm concerned that's absolute proof if it went to court that would the, the judge would rule in favor of the reality that there's an extraterrestrial presence here and that those children actually saw extraterrestrial beings or at least at the very least non-human intelligent beings operating craft that is unknown to mankind as of as of this point but again, like with the case that I was just talking about last time with this, uh, uh, with these, with these uh, Oregon hunters, I mean, it could turn out that this is, you know, you know, a trick of some sort, and and it could not. Maybe it's not what we've been told it is, right? That could be. But to me, based on the on the report, the the written report and the imagery, you come to that conclusion at all. Because if that's real, if you're seeing something floating out there in the middle of the forest and you just decide to walk away, to me, that looks like you're under alien control. And the guy who reported this to MUFON indicated that, stated that. 
that they completely went out of their minds. How do you forget something like this and just walk away? So again, there needs more investigation. I don't think it's a dew drop on a, on a spider web though. Uh, again, there's, there's cases like this that happen throughout the years where, uh, it, we, we need more that sometimes we, that we don't get it. We don't get any other investigations into them. We just, they just go away and you don't hear anything more about them. Hopefully there's more investigation into this and we get to the bottom of it one way or the other. And if it does turn out to be a trick or a hoax or a misidentification or whatever, something to that effect. So what? It doesn't mean anything. If you just move on with it, there's no reason to be upset. If it turns out that it's not extraterrestrial. There's no reason, because there's other cases, believe me, uh, where it is most certainly extraterrestrial. Uh, also, I just want to go through some other comments that I received. I received a comment from a, on my YouTube channel from somebody named uh, James uh, Kr uh, Kraljevic. And, and he wanted me to mention his name because uh, he said he watches my channel all the time. And he says, I eagerly anticipate your next video and would be honored if you could send me regards in it. Uh, your work has been a source of knowledge and fascination for me, and I eager, eagerly look forward to your future contributions to the ufological community. Best regards, James Kraljevic. Well, thanks a lot, James, and I appreciate the good comment. You know, I get a lot of nice comments on YouTube and on my uh, uh, Spotify, and sometimes the comments aren't that good. I mean, I, uh, recently, in fact, speaking of, of hoaxes, like I talked about, uh, I guess last year sometime I did a, a podcast about the Skinny Bob videos. Of course, everybody knows what the Skinny Bob videos are. And I pointed out that I, I'm 99.5% positive that that's, that was just a hoax based on, a, and I, I laid out the reasoning for it. I'm not going to get into that now. But I did receive a comment from somebody on that one at some point uh, uh, basically, it was very upset that I pointed out that, that because in this person's mind, it's not a hoax. The reason I pointed out that I think it's a hoax is because there was an overlay. Like the there's different overlays you could use in video when you're making a video that makes some makes something look like old film. And the overlay apparently there was somebody recognized that there was a overlay used on that video. Like why would you do that? Why would you put an overlay on it that gives it away that it was faked? I mean that's. Uh, and somebody didn't like that, and they basically said we are. Uh, uh, you're. They referred to my analysis not as analysis. They actually highlighted the word a n a l, the anal part of analysis. Your analysis, anal analysis, something to that effect, uh, means nothing basically. And so I get a lot of bad comments too. So a lot of people don't like this stuff. In fact, there's a lot of people Spotify. Like there's a people who vote up and down for me all the time. There's a lot of people who give me one star and then somebody else gives me five stars so if you're listening to this and you like what i'm doing give me a good rating on spotify i would appreciate that because somebody there's somebody going on there all the time and giving me bad ratings because they don't like uh what i do or how, they don't like the tone i have sometimes they don't like that i get angry sometimes about all this stuff and anyway speaking of uh cubes floating around there was another comment uh and this is related to the uh video that i was talking about in the last podcast about the Oregon hunters under alien control. This was from Mr. Vibrating. Uh, he commented on my YouTube channel uh, that he says he saw a similar object like this. He says, I saw a similar small graphite black cube last June slowly rotating as it meandered southwest a few hundred feet up over a city park. I had the impression it was glinting in the sun rather than radiating its own light. 
but I've indexed dozens of examples of small flying cubes and many do have lights in their faces, sometimes in different colors. I suspect small and cubic is just a default form factor for a whole variety of probes rather than all of them being identical, likewise with the metallic spheres. There's also other common shapes for these smaller UAP like mini discs or cross shapes. A lot of variety there and we know alien psychotronics are a thing. When I saw this thing down... Uh, he's talking he's talking about alien psychotronics that's what i was talking about in that in that video of course the hunters were i was suggesting that the hunters were under psychotronic control by the aliens because why would you if you're filming something like this a cube floating out there in the wilderness you're looking at this amazing thing which it's not man-made and you just oh and just keep walking and you don't keep filming it that means to me that means you're under psychotronic control and in fact there's a lot of cases like that where there's major ufo sightings and a lot of times with many witnesses as reported by many different ufo researchers including uh preston dennett who i've had on my show recently that there, a lot of people see a ufo and then they just walk away and forget about it and that's why this could be the first time if this case holds up this Oregon case if it holds up this could be the first time that something like this was actually filmed where people are actually under alien control that's what that would make it stand out anyway uh, continuing with uh, Mr. Vibrating here he says when I saw this thing down the park last year however I didn't point it out to anyone else simply for fear of looking like a prat no, maybe no one else would be able to see it. Maybe it would disappear any moment. Maybe they'd be certain they were seeing something else mundane or whatever. Trying to draw attention to a UAP is a potential minefield that under certain circumstances might not imply intervention. What kind of mindset were these guys in at the time? Were they following a trail in stealth mode and focused on the hunt or just scouting around or heading out, coming back, perhaps focused on trying to... trying. Uh, to follow a certain route, etc. If their main active filter at that moment was deer, not deer, then maybe trying to follow a, maybe then maybe they're just scanning around, seeing trees, trees, more trees, some machine, probably a drone, more trees. Where's the deer at? Maybe the group dynamic at that instant just wasn't receptive to the nature of the encounter, a kind of internal peer pressure to overlook something so surreal, a potentially frivolous distraction from the serious business of trailing a prey. So this is very interesting so mr vibrating suggesting that nobody wanted to admit that what they're looking at so they just oh, let's just move on now let's just move on now that's possible too maybe there was no psychotronic control and maybe it was just yeah you know uh yeah let's not, i'm not all of them individually thinking you know what i'm just gonna pretend that's not there and it's gonna be mr tough guy and just keep hunting here for my prey yeah let's keep looking for deer but on the other hand, I've this is continuing Mr. Vibrating. But on the other hand, I have also indexed many cases where small UAP do apply psychotronic coercion to make witnesses look away and forget. Others where these small cubes even communicate telepathically, le levitate dogs, etc. Often they're often seen being deployed or recovered by saucer-type craft, so it's obviously all the same technology base, if not the same uh, ET, as with the ubiquitous gloating warp fields being seen if such techs are possible then maybe all sufficiently advanced etcs have these capabilities uh yeah so yeah and then he also i i, I told him i was going to talk about this in the next uh podcast and he actually gave me another comment and he said you uh he was talking about his incident uh it was in Gun gunnersbury park i'm not sure where that is mr vibrating but uh uh, he was just catching some rays and suddenly noticed 
so he suddenly lo- noticed this object in, in a blue sky coming roughly my way. It passed overhead and kept going. Had the impression it was scanning the area. It was going no more than 20 to 30 miles per hour, but in a skittish kind of way, only maintaining a general direction. Silent, of course. I honestly expect to see more in the future. It's a new normal for me now. So Mr. Vibrating is seeing these objects that were similar objects that were that was seen in this uh, Oregon video. But yeah... Uh, so again, we, we're th- these things. Uh, I just want to point out again uh, that you know, it, regardless of what how this turns out, one way or the other, it doesn't mean that none of these things, these kind of things, they still happen, right? There are still reports of these, or people see things and they just walk away. But again, Mister Vibrating pointed out, of you know, that was a good comment to say. Well, hell, maybe these hunters saw, it, did know it, and then walked away but again the report states the guy who filed it with MUFON said they just forgot about it that's what he was saying again unless the guy unless they're making it up which I don't I don't think they would do that but hey I, you know I have a a big heart I guess I I, I want to believe people I trust in people sometimes when they when they report on things like this but hey you never know sometimes every now and then it turns out that some of them are turn out to be hoaxes I mean look at the big uh, in 2015 there was uh the the picture of the there was slides that appeared and, and I, I guess it was uh, Jamie Masson and somebody and some other people were putting forward these slides that purportedly showed uh, one of the Roswell aliens in a glass case I don't know if I'm sure some of you remember this story right and, and it turned out to be a big big mistake I mean it was it turned out to be that it was a picture taken of of a of a mummy in a case a a a, 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 a boy mummy. And, and, and it was taken in the 40s and, and these people thought it was uh, an alien from Roswell in a, in a case and they were going to make a they, were, they had this big show that they put on and they're charging people money to come see the slides in person and it was a big deal a lot of big names got involved in it too a lot of people who I respect a lot that fe- ended up falling for this like Richard Dolan uh, Donald Schmidt I mean and then when it was all over of course they were embarrassed about it that it turned out to be a a, a, a mummy, a, a, a human mummy in a case. Uh, it just it looked bad. Things like that. When things like that when they happen, I hate it because it it makes the UFO community look foolish momentarily anyway. Uh, but all these cases, not all of them are like this. I mean, there's just there's just no way. For instance, like the the Ariel school incident how could you deny that I mean that's something that really happened I mean there's no way that these 60 plus kids in Zimbabwe back in 1994 made up this story uh anyway thanks for joining me today and until next time